Welcome back to our look at Christmas and daily drive time devotions. We began a look at the wise men yesterday, and I want to finish that look at the wise men in Matthew chapter 2 today. Yesterday, we talked about the sincere desire that they had. We talked about the rejoicing heart that they had, and that those are attitudes of worship in my life and in your life. There's one other attitude of worship that they show, and it's the most familiar attitude of worship that they show. Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. They came to the house where the child was, and they saw him with his mother, Mary. And they bowed down, and they worshiped him, and they opened their gifts, and they gave him treasures of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These wise men here add a third quality of worship to the two from yesterday, giving. They had giving lives. In fact, giving is what they are most remembered for. We don't even know these men's names, but we do know what they gave. This was the central act, the most remembered act of worship for them. And it should be the central act of worship for you and I. Yet, too many of us suffer from what I call the the little drummer boy syndrome. We feel, I have no gift to bring that's fit to give my king. What, What could I give that's great enough for God, for Jesus Christ? To worship God, you must realize that you have something extremely significant to give to God. Now, what what do you get for the person who made everything? Well, let me give you a list. You see, God may have made everything, but he doesn't control everything. He made you, but he doesn't put you on a leash. So what can you give him? You can give him your choice. You can give him your decisions. You can give him your love, your commitment to follow him. You can give him your heart. The, The gifts that these wise men gave that first Christmas, they are symbolic They show that they recognize Jesus for who he really is. They show us how you and I can give to Jesus Christ this Christmas. They gave him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold. Gold was a gift for a king. They recognized him as a king. Their gifts encourage you and I to give. Give him your obedience. Recognize him as king throughout the moments of your day. Whether those moments are spectacular or they're routine, recognize that he is the Lord of life then in the end, it's going to be his word that is done. He is the king. They gave him gold. They also gave him frankincense. Now, frankincense recognized Jesus as a priest. What is frankincense? It was a perfume that was used in the temple worship and sacrifices. Jesus Christ was recognized as a priest by these wise men. A priest is one who goes before God on the behalf of another, a bridge builder between man and God. You and I need to recognize the gift of Jesus Christ in our lives, that he is the bridge builder between us and God. And you also need to give him a gift. It may sound like a strange gift. You give him the gift of your sin and your guilt. Now, how is that a gift? You give him the gift of recognizing that your sin and your guilt cannot be paid for by your own good works, but of recognizing that what he did on the cross as your high priest, as the one who made a sacrifice for you, that it is sufficient to pay the price for your sins. As long as I'm trying to pay the price for my own sins by doing a bunch of good things myself, I am not recognizing the gift of who Jesus really is. And I'm not giving him the gift of the recognition that he is the priest in my life. He is the bridge builder between me and God. And no one else can do that. Nothing else can do that. The better you and I recognize how deeply we need his forgiveness, the more joyful you're going to be this Christmas as you give him the gift of recognizing his forgiveness. They gave him gold. They gave him frankincense. And then they gave him myrrh. 
And in giving him myrrh, they recognized him as Savior. They recognized him, they recognized him as one who was going to die. Myrrh was a spice that was used in the embalming of bodies. And Jesus Christ was a baby who was born to die. He was born to give his life for us on a cross. And there at the manger, there's the shadow of a cross over that manger because that's why Jesus came. He came so that he could give his life for you. What better gift could I give to the one who's given his life for me than my life back to him in joyful service and sacrificial service for him? What better gift could I give than to offer my life back to him? Jesus, we do that right now. The Bible tells us in Romans that we're to offer ourselves to you as a willing sacrifice. And we do that in this moment today. Lord, help me to sacrifice my plans, my dreams, my goals, and recognize how how selfish they can often be. And in place of those, help me to recognize your dreams, your plans, your goals for my life, and how they perfectly fit who I am in ways that I never even imagined. God, in some ways, it seems like no sacrifice at all to give my life back to you, to commit my life to you, because you bring me such joy, you bring me such peace. But uh, there's a selfish part of me that it is a sacrifice every time I do it. And so right now, Jesus, I make that daily sacrifice to recognize that instead of living for my selfish plans, I want to live for your glory. I want to live for your plan. Thank you for giving your life for me. I want to give my life back to you in joyful service. In Jesus' name, amen.